Welcome to the One Player Podcast, the show on solitaire board games. I'm your host, Albert, and this is episode um, 267? 167? 2? If you're sure about that, I guess. Okie dokie. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I meant to do that. Just just because of that. <laughs> you were just adding a little bit of a turbulence before we get into the tranquility, weren't you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that that was all premeditated on my part, totally. <laughs> Thank you for the saves there, Julius. How are you there doing? You go. I'm doing quite well, Albert. Just enjoying the end of summer as we're uh revving up mm-hmm. to start the school year. Yeah, our kids go back next week. They're super excited, you know that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they're both in high school this year. That, that's exciting for me. One school <laughs> to drop them off at, not two. I hear that. One school to rule them all. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Albert? We're talking about two games, two different games. <gasps> this is special. They're little games, so it's probably a short epi- podcast regardless, but these are two fun little games that my understanding, I haven't played both of them, and I don't think you have either. They're quite either. similar. So this is a, a game off. This is a duel to see, I guess, maybe. We're going to see which of these two similar mechanics games is better. Or more similar. <laughs> I don't right. know, something, yeah. Huh? We'll see. All right, so do would you like to talk about... The two games are Okie Doki and Tranquility. Would you like to talk about either one first? Uh, sure. I'm happy to talk about Okie Doki first. I, I never mind going first on games. Okay. <laughs> so Okie Doki um, is an organization game. The idea of Okie Doki is your... Well, let's talk about the theme of the game first. The theme of the game is that you are the conductor okay. of an animal orchestra. And you are trying to arrange that all of the orchestra is going fine, that everyone is presenting all of their music at the same time. The way this translates to is that you will have a hand of various cards. There's five suits. There's red, orange, blue, uh, blue, purple, and green. And depending upon the player count, whether you're playing between one player or up to five players, you'll have a different number of cards in hand. If you're playing solo, obviously there's no concerns about other player interaction. If you're playing with multiple players, instead what you're all doing is you're working without talking about what's in hand. So you're all trying to organize yourselves to play on the right sets. Each of the suits will go in its own row. So there'll be a red row, a blue row, etc. You may only play a card that is higher than the one you have already placed there. So if there's a one, you have to play something higher than a one. If there's a nine, you must play. Well, actually, if there's an eight, you must play a nine. Your only opportunity to reset that is there's two zero cards per row. Once per column, you'll have to reset one of the five different rows and put a zero card to reset it. So at that point in time, you can then play you know, your ones, twos, and your low cards and restart again. You must always play in the first column or the first available not complete column. So you have to play one card to each of the different suits before you can then proceed on to play another card to the different suits. So you're going to be stuck sort of having to key in there and make sure that you don't ever get stuck where one of the suits is too high or you don't have cards to play on one of the suits and you've run out of resets or you've tied yourself up having not enough resets. Um, Different sorts of things to... Essentially, if you're ever stuck 
not being able to play a card, then the game ends. Your goal is to get through the end of the game where you've played all 50 cards, you've filled out all of the resets, you've played everything from hand. Theoretically, you'll have a couple cards left over if you're playing with some of the equals that makes it easier. But if you manage to get all of them out, you win. If you don't, you lose. And that is Doki. Okay. That's a nice, nice little simple game. It sounds like it plays pretty quickly. Uh, most definitely. It plays pretty quickly if you're playing whether solo or multiplayer. It doesn't take very long to play through the whole thing. It's just a simple card game. So there's not a whole lot to it. You can play it with a deck of 50 cards. You can even possibly play... Well, I guess you can't really make it up because you need five suits. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could find some way of messing with multiple cards and putting them together to do something to to essentially play it like that. But yeah, you have five suits that you have to be playing. It's simple cards labeled zero, zero two, or two zeros, and then one to eight. Yes, because there's ten. So one to eight for all the other suits. There's not a whole lot to it. The version mm-hmm. of Oki, there's a number of different versions that have been printed. The ones that are available in the U.S. are the ones that really evoke that animal theme, as opposed to just sort of the bland ones that are more like they feel like the crew, the bland ones that I've seen printed from other countries. I like the ones that's available in the U.S. that have the pretty pictures of the animals that give you the idea of this animal orchestra. It's very pretty the art on the cards, but it's it's really just cards. There's not a whole lot to it. Mm, okay. And this is published by TMG Games, it looks like, in the U.S. Here in the U.S. Okay. And are these the cards that are one, like color in the bottom and white on top? or Because I, I see there's different cards. There are different cards. Um, it's there. There is. It's not white on the bottom, color on the top. It's just sort of the flowy design. The way it is is that the cards have this flow of color on the bottom, and then on the top of all of them has some white, and then somewhere on them has a picture of an animal, and the different suits have the same type of animal, but in slightly different poses. So <laughs> Okay. Gotcha. Okay, so th- these are the ones I was looking at. Okay. Yeah, well, you are looking at the right ones. Uh, the top has color, because the top has the color of the suit, uh, the number of the suit, so th- there's color and things there, but that generally is just there to help make it more visible. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. And yeah, it's nice. You can't confuse uh, what's what. It's pretty. The, the suits are very clear. I like that. And the okay. suits are not just based by color for color blindness issues. There is an instrument that is associated with each suit. So theoretically, even if the cards are completely black and white, you can still tell what suit each one is by the instrument that's printed on the different cards up in the corner. I've never thought about it like that, but you you could. And the I mean the whole background, right? Like the the drums are blue, and the background is the shape is very different from. It is like a it's like a real close up of a drum, and it's crops. You can see like the rounded shape and part of the drumsticks, you and know, none of the other colors that. have that. Hmm? Yeah, you know, I never thought about that. Is that really I what guess, that is for all of them? I think so. That's what it looks like. Well, I don't know what it is, but it looks like that. I don't know what the red is. It looks like I a don't castle. Think so. That makes no sense. And I'm I'm not I don't have a picture. The green one sort of looks like a piece of yeah, it's a piece of violin. The green one. I'm not or convinced. Not a but violin, maybe that's a viola. The cat has a violin, so that might be a piece. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> and the the mouse, the ferret, the little animals all have microphones because they're the singers. Yes, because it's an orchestra. 
Yeah. <laughs> super cute. That does look super cute. Yes. The art is very cute. I like this one. It even comes with a little card, which says, if you win, take a picture of yourself with a card and post it. And I know I had mm. gotten the game when the game was brand new or at least brand new for the TMG version. And they would respond. If you posted it on like Twitter or other places, they would respond to be like, "Yay, good job. You did it. And stuff like that. And <laughs> this was very fun for my kids to, to post and have that sort of feedback from the publisher. That was fun. Yeah, that is neat. I have a card like that in, um, What's that game with you in it again? Um, the game with me. Um, <laughs> I forget what's got that little card game with the different buildings. You collect the buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking oh. about, but it's not coming to mind right now. Hang on. Where is it? Ah. It's fine. I went and looked. It's called Harbor. Yes, that one has a little card yes. like that too with a squid with a key or something. If I remember right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about game number two. Uh, last week there was a spoiler. Did you figure out what it was, people? Uh, I mentioned it was a game published by Lucky Duck because last week's game was actually, was it last week or two weeks ago? I guess it was two weeks ago. The last <laughs> game was by Lucky Duck also, the uh, tower defense game. This one, Tranquility, is a little tiny square box of a game by Lucky Duck Game, published by Lucky, Lucky Duck Games and designed by James Emerson. And when I say a little square, it, it is three and a quarter inches by three and a quarter inches by three and a quarter inches. Um, and it's a regular telescoping box. You lift the lid and inside it's full of these little tiny square cards. Uh, in fact, the cards are numbered, I believe one through night. Was it one through a hundred? Yeah. One through a hundred. And each card has a number and each number is in there. Once there's also a bunch of start cards. When you play, you'll have one per player and there's a number of finish cards or end cards. I don't remember exactly what they're called. Finish. Uh, I think it's six, maybe. You always have all of them in the deck, regardless. You're going to shuffle all 100 cards. You also got a... Um, I don't remember what they're called, but these cards that are just plain, and that you put them around to create a border, a 10 by 10 border. So you have 10 on the bottom, 10 on the top, 10 on each side. So you're going to have a big play area that's going to be 10 by 10 cards eventually inside this frame. And you're going to have a hand of five cards. All you're going to do each... As you play, you're going to pick one of the five cards in your hand and play it somewhere onto that 10 by 10 space. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm lying to you guys. There, This is not a 10 by 10 space. It's six by six. So you have 100 cards. Or it might be 90 cards. I don't remember for sure. But you put it into six by six space. So you're not using all your cards. Maybe it's 80. One through 80. One through 80 for sure. Okay. <laughs> Either way. Answer. And that's my final answer. So you're putting your 80 cards in a, in a grid that's 6 by 6 So you only need to put in 36 of the cards. And the way it works is you lay a card, you put it anywhere in the grid. When you're done, all the cards have to be in ascending order, like from the bottom left going across to the right. Then the next row up would continue. So in a way, it's as if it was a long, straight line. You could, in theory, play it in a line of 36 cards, unless you're using the expansions. Um, each time you will play a card and then draw a card. The the catch is when you play a card next to another card, you have to discard cards in your hand equal to the difference between the cards. So if I play a three next to a five, I have to discard two cards. Now, if I play a, a, a card between two cards, let's say I play the five between a three and a ten, I have to discard the smaller of the two differences. I only have to discard the two. I don't have to discard the five. 
So there's some strategy in what cards you're placing where and when and how you leave gaps and close stuff. Because eventually, I mean, if you think about it, if you have 36 cards that you're placing on the grid and you have to discard a card for each one next to it, you're ultimately going to discard some like 35 cards. That's most of the 80 decks. So you don't have a lot of wiggle room. So so the, the fact that you can choose when it's between two cards, that helps a lot. Um, and as I said, the, the two opposite ends are considered adjacent. So the bottom right corner card is adjacent to the row above it at the left. The basic game, that is all you do. You play through and discard the cards and trying to get them all in order. And if you finish the game without running out of cards, you win, right? There's a little bit more than that, though. The, there's a start card. When you draw the start card, immediately you have to play it on the bottom left. Just basically play it down. And what you do at that point is you're going to draw eight more cards into your hand. You had four because you started with five. You discard the start. And now you have eight card, or 12 cards in your hand. You have to discard f eight of all the total cards you have. So out of those 12 cards, you're going to discard eight, and you're going to keep four. And those eight are now out of the game. So it gets tricky because you're like, oh, I've been saving these cards here because I was about to use them. But oh, my gosh, one of the cards that I drew, I have to play or I will definitely lose 100%. So suddenly you get stuck with some interesting choices in that round. Um, once you finish that, once you discard the eight, you'll go ahead and draw back up to five like normal and keep playing. There's also finished cards. The last card you play once you've done your, your grid in the middle of 36 cards is the finish card. You can just play that in the top right, and you're done. You win if you did that. So there's six finish cards in the game. Sometimes you um, if you need to, when you need to discard a card because you played two cards next to each other, you can discard one of those finishes if you know you don't need it because you know there's more coming later. Um, so th that's pretty neat. It's a really simple game. Again, it plays quickly, like 10, maybe 15 minutes, and it's satisfying. The art is really pretty. Um... The art is all of islands, and I don't know what the, what to call the style. It's sort of like a... Painter? To me, it looks like a digital illustration, and it's color, and the, it's a picture of a boat or an island. Um, I guess the fronts are islands, the backs are boats. But it's an island, and there's a reflection on the bottom of the island in the water, but, which is also the nighttime side. It's totally irrelevant unless you're playing expansion. So <laughs> that is one of the neat things about this game. It has expansions. It, um, in fact, this and and the very simple gameplay of it of the game in general reminds me a lot of an Oniverse game. It has a, a huge Oniverse feel to it for me. Uh, the very simple game and the way each time you have an expansion, it adds a little bit of complexity in the way you can mix and match the expansions. I thought that's pretty neat. I haven't played all. I've played the three expansions. Besides that, there's variants. I haven't tried the variants. Um, one expansion is I think it's called the Compass. It's rather simple. You're gonna, or was that one the jagged rocks? The jagged rocks. You're gonna play the 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 card on the left side and on any one of the rows. That row that you play on is now unavailable until the next round. At the so you're gonna you're gonna play any card you want. You just cannot put them on that row now. This this turn. Once you have played your card for the round and then did your discards before you draw up, you'll move that card and now you pick a different row that you can't play to. the The restrictions are the row has to be incomplete, so it still has to be an empty space in there. And once you have four completed rows, you no longer have to worry about this. You could ignore that. So that adds a little bit of strategy to the game. I also found it added a little bit of fiddly, and I kept forgetting I was using that expansion. There's another expansion with sea monsters. The sea monsters, if you have them, you, you don't have to play them right away. You can play them whenever, but when you play them, you use them to destroy another card that's already on the board. So you're going to get that card out, and now you have to refill that space again. So that, that could be problematic if... Um, 
if you just timed it incorrectly and potentially had another card or the card you you don't have a good card to discard because of what's left in the game in the hands for the deck um the third expansion was a more complicated one with storms and when you draw a storm card into your hand f- from the deck it changes the rules of the game slightly until you get rid of the storm card. There's a few different ways to get rid of the storm card. There's cards you could get to get rid of those. I think I think those were hourglasses maybe or something. You'll get one when you play your, your start card and you could earn another one a couple different ways. I found that expansion very hard. <laughs> that's, that's definitely one that requires either more skill or more luck or whatnot. Either way, I found the game overall really fun, but really easy other than that expansion. I find the rest of it all super simple to play. And even then, I'm having fun with it. It's just it's just a nice, relaxing way to play the game. And there's also variants. Instead of the three, the 6 by 6 grid, there's other things you could do. Like there's one that has two columns and then a, a rectangle area on top of it. You have to complete each of the separate columns and then the rectangle. So, you know, just adds variety. There's also like a pyramid shape and whatnot. Um... So it's pretty interesting when they do the end. The, I mentioned the cards have the, the day and the night side. There's another variant. I haven't even read the rules for that one that uses those somehow. So I, I don't know how it works, but you're doing the day or the night as you play a card, I guess. So it's really interesting. A lot of variety, a lot of potential to to play that game and try out different things, which I thought was super cool. And as I said, it's fun and it has a, a very strong universe feel to it for me, other than mm. the fact that it's super easy to win. <laughs> unlike an universe game <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i'm happy with it and i really like it i thought it was a super neat idea it's also a cooperative game i don't know if i mentioned that. i don't think i did i s- mm. think it supports maybe up to five players four or five i do not know it's up to five um, just like okie dokie okay so there you go i've only played it solo though <laughs> um but yeah two rather similar games about playing cards in order and yes, yet, both of different. them are is this idea that you have to play cards in order, that you're not sharing information, and you win mm-hmm. if you manage to get all the cards out in the right order. Yeah, which is it's surprising how similar and how different they are. There's another game that's kind of like that, but not exactly. I think there's a couple. Have you played the game? Yes. Okay. Did you like that one? No. You sound like you don't. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought that was fun. I found that frustrating and stressful but in a fun way that's another game where you're playing cards in order but that's it works different because you're you got four stacks and you're playing two stacks up and two stacks down you can play the card on any stacks yeah no i do not like that one. Oh, <laughs> okay yeah that's that's another fun relaxing game if you don't mind being pretty frustrated yeah I don't in a think relaxing it way I, I don't think it counts as a game <laughs> as a game it's called the game of course it counts I don't think it counts as a game. <laughs> if you have to call it the game, it doesn't count as a game. Oh, it's a frustrating name because it does make it hard to find. Yeah, it, is not, it, it is not a game. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Two, two neat little game. I'm tempted to get Okie Dokie from the description of it. It's so I mean, similar to this one, though. I think Okie Dokie is really a lot of fun. It's not a particularly expensive game if you can find it in stock. But... I think it's a lot of mm-hmm. fun playing through, trying to organize it and keep everything straight. Sometimes the game doesn't help. You can have easier and harder cards in there. There's these equals. There's three of them that you can put in. Mm-hmm. And so if you put all three of them in, it's easier. If you take all three of them out, it's harder. There's no expansions for it. But I think both of the both arts for the games are both really lovely, I think. I think that yours with the islands 
are very pretty. I like the style that it's very different than the mm-hmm. line art style of Okie dokie of the animals in Okie dokie. Um, it kind of looks like app ish. <laughs> I think is the best way of <laughs> thinking about that, but it looks very pretty. I definitely like the idea of that. I like that it includes those extra expansions that you can use to have more variants. There's not, there's not any for Okie dokie, but mm-hmm. both of but it's the equals is not a variant. It's just making it easier or harder. You can okay. choose how, how hard you want to make the game. Okay. So, and I think, I mean, either game, you could probably play with a other decks. Like I suppose you could play this game, the tranquility with a deck of cards from, from the game. Cause that one goes from one through 99, doesn't it? Yeah. So there's definitely does. enough cards in there. And I mean, I guess you could do okie dokie with that too. If you do like, you know, one through 10 or one through eight, 11 through 18, whatever. So they'll be easy to try, I think, if you have yes. other games, other card games. I just think it's much prettier, the version that's actually published. It is. It's a very and, pretty And you card know what? Game. And like you said, they're, they're, they're relatively cheap. So it's, you know, it's not it's not a burden to go out and buy them. Indeed. If you enjoy them, if you try to enjoy them. So there we go. Two little games and a little bit of time just racing through this and talk about it. True, and I think we've definitely put both of these games in order tonight. Ah, (laughs) I like that. I was trying to think of something to say, and I could not come up with it. Thank you, Julius. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, Albert. Always happy to provide. All right. Have a good evening. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 